0: Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Dr. Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it. Dr. Bibi, don't you think? you are listening to my podcast to be honest a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest what you don't believe me well stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge hello everyone this is dr bb and welcome to my podcast to be honest For the listeners that have subscribed, to be honest, from the very beginning, then you know the drill. And for those of you who just discovered, to be honest, welcome. And now it's time to set the energy of this episode 34 together. After all, we are all energy. So you may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Well, unless if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Let it out with a sigh. Let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well. And so it is. So take another deep breath in. Count five. And exhale with a sigh. Ah. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. So if you have already listened to Last week's episode, you'd know that the main topic is about knowing the difference between thoughts, beliefs, and feelings and as I said last week, a lot of people do not realize the difference and What it says to me is that a lot of us are somewhat emotional illiterate. Therefore, I have decided to introduce you to emotional literacy today. Now, first of all, let me define what I mean by emotional literacy. I define EL, emotional literacy, as the ability to express feelings with specific feeling words. Basically, a lot of times it's in three-word sentences, such as, I feel rejected, I feel overwhelmed, I feel confused. You get the meaning. So you may ask, why is it important for us to develop our emotional literacy. The purpose for developing our EL is to precisely identify and communicate our feelings. When we do this, we are helping nature fulfill its design for our feelings. I often say that if we don't know how we feel, then it is very challenging for us to draw boundaries, and also we wouldn't know what we want and what we don't want, meaning we don't have clarity about that. Besides, in order to be healthy psychologically, we must know how we feel in order to be able to fill our emotional needs. Because if we don't take on that responsibility, we tend to be needy and expect others to fulfill our emotional needs. And when that happens, it's going to affect our relationships negatively. Besides, we must communicate our feelings in order to get the emotional support and understanding we need from others, as well as to show our emotional support and understanding to them. Now, one of the first steps to developing our emotional intelligence is to improve our emotional literacy. In other words to improve our ability to identify our feelings by their specific names. And the more specific we can be, the better. Mind you, I am aware that quite a number of my listeners are bilinguals and speak different languages, so I'm just going to mention the English language here. In the English language, there are thousands of words which describe and identify our emotions. Unfortunately, we just don't use them often. Well, there are a lot of reasons we don't make much use of this rich vocabulary which is available to us. For one, it's that we just aren't taught To speak using feeling words. After all, it can be hard to talk about our feelings. If we don't know how. So my dear audience. Now that you know the importance of developing emotional literacy. I urge you to work on your EL. The first step is to start using simple three-word sentences such as the following. I feel sad. I feel angry. I feel motivated. I feel excited. I feel offended. I feel appreciated. I feel hurt. I feel disrespected so on and so forth. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It may feel strange at first, since not many people do this, but it gets easier with time and daily practice, of course. And as you find other people who you can share your true feelings with, then eventually you will get the hang of it And you will find yourself getting more and more emotionally honest with self and others. And guess what? Before you knew it, it enhances your relationships tremendously. I guarantee you that. So at this time, let me... Further explain what is and isn't emotional literacy. Um, Let me give you more examples of EL. Such as, remember the three word sentence? I feel criticized. I feel unimportant. I feel disrespected. I feel bored. Now, these are examples of emotional literacy. What are some of the examples of non emotional literacy? I.e., whatever sentence that you start with I feel like, I feel that you are, I feel like you. Now, I hope that you know the difference, right? This is a you message rather than I message. So, if we talk about I messages versus you messages, when we talk about our feelings using three-word sentences, we are sending what have been called I messages. On the other hand, when we say things like you make me so jealous. You make me so angry. We are sending a you message. And these you messages typically put the other person on the defensive. So it sounded like a blame, isn't it? So which, is, which hurts communication and relationships rather than helping. So, my audience, at this time, let me give you a few basic feeling words to get you started. All right. So, let me start by positive feelings first. Okay. Um, so, pay attention and use the following. Or When you do feel positive, such as I feel comfortable, I feel accepted, I feel acknowledged, I feel appreciated, I feel loved, I feel lovable, I feel desirable, I feel happy, I feel aware. I feel satisfied. I feel supported. I feel encouraged. I feel respected. I feel safe, secure, peaceful, and relaxed. I feel motivated. I feel focused. I feel free. I feel independent, I feel empowered, and I feel confident. Just a few more. I feel competent and capable. I feel proud. I feel worthy. I feel energetic. I feel fulfilled. I feel validated. And I feel connected. Okay, so now comes the negative feelings. Or I'd rather say the uncomfortable feelings. So let me start by saying I feel uncomfortable. I feel rejected. I feel ignored. I feel unappreciated. I feel angry, bitter, resentful. I feel unloved. I feel hated. I feel unlovable. I feel undesirable. I feel sad. I feel hurt. I feel confused. I feel unsatisfied. I feel frustrated. I feel unsupported. I feel discouraged. I feel disrespected, insulted, and mocked. I feel afraid. I feel insecure. I feel tense. I feel frustrated. I feel bored. I feel lethargic, I feel unmotivated, I feel lost, I feel trapped, controlled, forced, I feel obligated, I feel needy, I feel nervous, I feel worried and scared, I feel incompetent, I feel inadequate. I feel dumb. I feel stupid. I feel guilty. I feel embarrassed and ashamed. I feel unworthy. I feel undeserving. I feel depressed. I feel numb. I feel frozen. I feel empty. I feel invalidated, I feel disconnected, isolated, and I feel lonely. Well, my audience, I think the above feeling words are enough to get you going and practice to express your authentic feelings so that you are going to be emotional literate. Unfortunately, more often than not, people tend to miscommunicate their feelings. Now, I am not denying the fact that in some cases it is socially unacceptable to directly express certain emotions. As a matter of fact, we are too afraid of offending others, too afraid of appearing unhappy or unhealthy, and too afraid of social disapproval. Sadly, we live in a world where appearances matter more than reality, and that's a fact. So when we take all that into consideration... No wonder, instead of truthfully expressing our feelings clearly and directly, we express the same emotions indirectly, either through our actions or our body language. Sometimes we actually outright lie about our feelings. So when we start to hide our feelings, Lie about them or tell people only what we think they want to hear, we impede communication, distort reality, fight evolutionary intelligence, and dishonor ourselves and nature. So, at this time, let us look at some examples of how we corrupt the language of feelings. This is how we do it, okay? Number one, masking our real feelings. So uh, there are many ways we mask our real feelings. I'm sure you can relate. Sometimes we just plain lie about them. For example, when someone says, she is fine, although she is obviously not fine. Actually, she feels irritated, worried, or stressed. Sometimes we intentionally or unintentionally substitute one feeling for another. For instance, if I say, I hope it doesn't rain, we might actually be feeling afraid that it will. Second, inconsistency. So, often, our tone of voice or our body language contradicts the words we are saying. None of us can totally hide our true feelings, but many of us do try to disguise our voices to go along with the act. People who are especially superficial, even adopt the cosmetic voices found on television in order to further conform to societal expectations and further mask their true feelings. And one of the ways we corrupt language is to overuse a word. Consider the word love. Think about it. You often hear people say, oh, I love popcorn, I love root beer, oh gosh, I love apple pie. And we often say we love our mothers, right? So doesn't it seem there should be a different word for the way we feel about our parents as opposed to food? Seriously. Now, hate is another word which is tremendously overused. If someone hates traffic, hates spinach, and hates lawyers, how can they express their feelings about child abuse? Right? Think about that. Another one is exaggeration when we exaggerate our feelings we are lying in order to get attention of course a lot of us are not paying attention to that and because we are not conscious enough people who need to exaggerate have had their feelings neglected for so long that they have resorted to dramatization to be noticed and cared about. Unfortunately, when they send out false signals, they alienate people and risk becoming like the boy who cried wolf. As the story goes, because he sent out too many false alarms, he was ignored, When he truly needed help. So, my audience, be aware of your own behavior. Now, here are some of, um, well, can be exaggerated feelings when people say it Oh, I feel mortified. I feel devastated. Oh, I feel crushed. I felt run over by a truck. Now, the last one that I just mentioned, I felt run over by a truck. Yes, you got it. It is not a feeling. So what it is? It is a thought. The authentic way of expressing is that I feel so much pain, it's as if I was run over by a truck. And I often tell my clients and workshop participants about the three M's. So the exaggeration, I substitute with magnify. So, F, we can magnify the situation by exaggerating our feelings. The other M is minimizing. So, many people minimize their feelings, particularly when they are upset, worried, or depressed. They use expressions such as, I'm fine. I'll be all right. It's not that bad. I'm okay, really. Don't worry about me. There is nothing wrong. I said I was fine. You get the picture. And the third M is make up stories. We tend to make up stories when we start exaggerating meaning it is not that factual and we need a lot of attention. So I just realized that we are way over our time together and obviously I shall continue with this topic emotional literacy part two next week. So stay tuned. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. find this podcast to be honest on Apple Podcast, Spotify and my website www.drbarbarakiao.com dr b a r b o.com